Bear Truthers, welcome back to episode 31 on the Bear Truth Podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about making your time God's time. But before we get into episode 31 and talk about these things, I have a big announcement. Maybe most of you know, maybe some of you don't know. And for those of you who have been keeping up with my podcast and the YouTube, I I said that I've been working on a big project and that project is done. It's out there. It's being sold. I had wrote my first book. I published my first book. You can find it on Amazon if you search up Called by Youth by Eddie Mugaranum. I'll put the link to it in my description or for those of you who want to search it up on Amazon without clicking the link. It's called Called from Youth. You can find it. Uh, we were actually number one a couple of days ago for uh, number one best-selling Christian leadership book and of course that fluctuates every every day we're not number one in that category now but today we're number one in the new hottest selling books on Amazon in Christian category so that's amazing God is good I thank him for helping me publish this book and for those of you who want to get it and if God puts on your heart to get it I hope that God uses that book to touch you and to help you with whatever you struggle with or maybe you're not a Christian and you're you're thinking about becoming a Christian, I hope this helps you to make a decision to come to Christ. But without wasting any time, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Alright, the scripture for today is from 1 Timothy 4, verse 12 through 16. The title of this passage is called, Take Heed to Your Ministry. And it says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word and conduct in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things, give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Amen. So the word of God speaks to us very clearly here. And maybe for those of you wondering, is today's episode just for young people? It's not for older people. It's for everyone's age. But God put this verse on my heart, right? And we can start here. For those of you who are young, let's say, I don't know, 25 and, and younger, right? The word of God tells us in the first verse, and we all know this verse, let no one despise your youth, but you have to be an example. How? By being a believer in the word and you're, you know, showing through your conduct, having the fruits of the spirit in you. This is, this is what shows who you are. You know, you being gifted in something and you having a spiritual gift, right? It's not really evident you're living a true Christian life through the Holy Spirit, right? Because right, remember what the word of God says that there's this one passage where Jesus says, you know, you prophesy in my name, you do all these signs and wonders, you heal in my name, but depart from me for I do not know you, remember. So it's not really justifiable that we have gifts and we live a Christian life and all that, you know, because we have spiritual gifts. But the way we know that we live a real life and others can know that we live a real Christian life is by your fruits, having love, joy, peace, and patience and kindness in you. These are things that come from the Holy Spirit. And when you have these things in you, this is how you know, and this is how other people know by your conduct, by your way of living, that the Holy Spirit really dwells in you, right? And 
And remember, I mean, maybe some of you may have uh, an earthly gift and a spiritual gift or just a spiritual gift. I don't know. We all have so, all kinds of gifts given to us by God. But listen, maybe you're given something to work in at church. Maybe you, you know, for example, at church, at my church, I work at the sound booth, right? That's kind of my role in the church. Or there's other days where I have to preach or there's other days I have to travel to go preach, right? These are my roles that were given to me by God. Or another role that was given to me is I need to do this podcast or now my role is I can write books, right? So it tells us in here, meditate. On, in verse 15 in First Timothy chapter 4, it says, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. And now this is just for everyone now. There's no age here. This is for everyone. It says, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Now, brothers and sisters, some people may call you crazy for God or, you know, whatever they want to call you for God. But you know what? Let them call you. People outside of the church and inside of the church will call you crazy for this when you give yourself entirely to God. And now this is where the title fits in with the message, making your time God's time. For example, when I became a Christian and I gave like my actual life into Christ, I didn't like play games, you know, anymore, like I didn't play around in my Christian life. You know, I, I became serious. I went to actually follow Christ. I wasn't playing around anymore. Like when I seriously, seriously gave God 100% of my heart, I wanted to give him all my time. I didn't want to do anything for me or for my desire anymore, right? Before, when I wasn't serious with God, I always wanted to travel, to go here and there to relax and have all this fun and whatever. But now it's like, I don't even want that anymore. I want to give all my time to God. If I'm going to travel, I want to travel for you, God, to do something for you, God. I don't care what I want anymore. I don't care what I would need right now. I want you and what I need is you, God. I want to serve you. And that's me giving myself entirely into the mission God gave me. So I've gave myself entirely into, you know, preaching the word of God or, you know, serving God in, th in anything. And you have to do that same thing too. And maybe you don't know, and maybe some of you know, but like I said, people inside of the church and people outside of the church, they're not going to understand you. When you give your life seriously into Christ's hands, you are not going to have time for a lot of things in this world anymore. All of that time, you're going to be busy serving God, doing things for God, right? I'm constantly busy doing a lot of things for God. Like I'm sending emails, you know, because I have people who want, who need help or who reach out to me, or I have offers from different churches, or, you know, I'm doing this one thing. I'm working on a project for God, right? All my time is now given to God. I don't have any more time for this world anymore. And you may ask, how do you work? How do you make money? Well, God will make a room for all those things. I still, God makes all my, remember, remember Ecclesiastes. There is a time for everything, right? There is a time for everything. God will make a room. God will make room for things in your life when you put him first, when you give him all your time first. Don't expect that or out of nowhere, you know, you're just going to have time or that God is just going to give you time. You have to give God your time first. You have to give him entirely your heart first, and then God will make room 
for other things. Your priority needs to be God first. Your priority needs to be you give your whole self to whatever ministry God gave you. That's what's important, right? School's important, but it's not as important as the ministry God gave you. Work is important, but it's not as important as the ministry God gave you, right? Vacation can be good, but it's not as important as it is your ministry for God. So give yourself entirely to the ministry, to what God had gifted you in, to what God had guided you to be, right? Give all your time to God. Leave aside the world. And remember, brothers and sisters, the word of God, what did Jesus tell us? Do not conform to the world or the things in the world, but be renewed by the renewing of your mind through the Holy Spirit, right? If the Holy Spirit really renewed your mind, you're not going to conform to the things in this world or anything about the world. You're not going to become like the world anymore. You're not going to do the things in the, in the world anymore. You're going to jump out this rhythm of walking in this world and then jump into the rhythm of following God. That's what happens. No more doing of the things of this world, but doing the things of God now. That's what happens when you give yourself entirely to God. That's what happens when you give yourself entirely to the ministry that God gave you. And remember, it says meditate on these things too right? And what, what does that mean? It means work on these things, learn in these things that you are given, right? If you are given a gift, you have to keep on practicing and practicing to use it, right? To be good at playing a sport, you have to keep on practicing it. And it's the same thing with you. You have to keep on meditating upon it and practicing it to be more and more better at it. And then maybe someone along the line will also get that same ministry as you, the same gift as you, and they need training. And it can go easier for them because they have you there who is already trained up in that gift, in that ministry. And you can help that person and guide that person and to help them grow, right? Because you already grew in that. Now you can help them grow. So meditate on your ministry. Give your all, give yourself entirely, like it says, give your entire self to God, your entire time to God, right? Give it all to God. Why? Because it says that your progress may be evident to all. Why? So we can take glory for ourselves so we can show others we're better? No. So that all the glory will go to God. You see, there are different people are on different levels sometimes in their spiritual life in their Christian life. And what I mean by different level, I don't mean to say like this one person is better than the other person because nobody's better than one another. And if you try to be better than someone else, well, take heed because the word of God says that God has no partiality. So don't think that God is going to pick you over somebody else because you think you're better or because you're making yourself look better. God doesn't have partiality. And when I said being on a different level than somebody else in their spiritual state doesn't mean like I said, I don't mean I'm saying like they're better. What I'm saying is that one person took the godly life, the spiritual life, their Christ-like life more seriously than another. There are people who take God more seriously than other people. And because they take God more seriously than other people, they grow more. They grow higher. They get on a different level. And then that person who did not take God seriously, but rather conforms to the world and, you know, goes around doing all these things of the world, their mindset on the world, they're not going to grow. How are they going to grow if they're not practicing and meditating on God? That person who is searching for God more 
and looking for God more, was more passionate for God is growing more. He was meditating more. So if you're that one person who grew more and meditated more on God and know it's better, and you're on that higher level because you took God more seriously, don't be prideful and say, you know, I'm better. I, I know more of the Bible. I understand the Bible more. I'm more gifted, whatever. I do more things than you. I'm more busy than you. No, that's not the point of it. The point is, if you're on a higher level, then teach that other person what is right. Teach that other person how to live a godly life. Teach that other person how to live a true Christian life. Teach that person to give their all to God, to give 100% to God. And now most of the time, like I said at the beginning, people outside of the church and inside of the church, they're going to look at you and be like, you're crazy. Giving all this time to God. We're living in this life. We need to do things in this life. I got to go to Florida. I got to go to work and make a lot of money and pay off my $80,000 debt because I bought a really expensive car, right? They're going to look at you crazy. And the thing is, why are they not going to understand? Why are they going to react like that? Because they're not on that level like you. They did not take God seriously enough like you. And because they did not take God seriously enough like you, they're not going to understand it. They're not going to value it like you or understand it like you. Or take it like you. So guess what? You're going to need patience then in that moment to teach that person and to guide that person in the correct way until they understand. And don't think it's going to be one or two days. No. It could take one to four years with that person training them in what is right. Some people it's harder because they struggle harder because they don't search God enough. Or they keep on conforming over and over and over again with the world. They keep on going back to the world. They keep on falling into sin because they don't search God enough. You have to teach that person and be there with that person. Support that person and teach them. Teach them to give their all into the ministry God gave all of us to do. We can go out into the world and preach the gospel. But you must give your all before doing that. You can be a preacher, but you must give your all to God before doing that. You know? Before you can receive a spiritual gift from God, you must give your all to him so you can use that gift. Verse 16 also says, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine, right? Take heed to yourself. Like I was explaining up until now, you have to make sure you're on the right path. Are you on the right path? Are you walking the way that God wants you to walk? Are you taking care of your spiritual life? Your spiritual life is like a garden. If you aren't watering it and making sure that no weeds pop up in it, if you're not taking care of it, then you're going to have a lot, a lot of weeds. You're going to have a lot of sin in your life. You're going to have a lot of things of this world in your life. But when you take care of that garden and you water it and make sure that nothing like weeds grow up, nothing from this world grows into your garden, you'll walk on that path straight. You have to take care of your spiritual life. And you also have to take heed, it says, of the doctrine. So it's important to read, especially every day, right? And this is another thing, especially when you're, you know, for me, especially when I'm gone traveling, like, and I'm telling this from a point of view, when I have to go travel to speak at a church, I'm that kind of person who, when I leave my home, my personal space, I'll get homesick. And not only do I get homesick, but I can barely read the word of God when I'm gone. And, and I'm in a place that I'm not usually in. Right? I can't concentrate. I can't meditate on the word of God when I'm not in my own personal space at home. It's, com it's just complicated for me. I can't do it. 
I can barely meditate on the word of God. And maybe it's the same thing for you. Maybe you go on a vacation. When you go on vacation, I'm pretty sure we've all been through. When we go on vacation, you honestly, let's be honest here. You don't read the word of God. You don't meditate on God. You're more focused on what you're going to do that day on that trip and do the most you can before you go home, right? That's the point of it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a vacation, but the point what's wrong here is that God wants you to give your time and your all to him, but your time and your all is given rather to this world and the things in this world. So there comes the confirmation again. You're conforming to this world once again. So we must take heed of ourselves, where we're walking, how we're living, and we must take heed of the word of God to do all of it, to obey it the way that God intends for us to do it, right? It tells us to get in the in the rest of verse 16, it tells us to continue in them, continue in the doctrine, for in doing so, this will save both yourself and those who hear you. For example, I learned, or I had to learn this myself. I had to learn to give my all of my time to God, all of my everything to God. I had to give God 100% of my heart. I had to take heed to my ministry and give 100% to it because if not, I would lose it. And take heed to that too, brothers and sisters. If God gives you a ministry and you don't take heed of it, you don't give 100% of your time to it, you're going to lose it, right? You're not going to have it anymore. You have to give all your time. God entrusted you with that thing. Just like with the parable of the talents, God entrusted you with that talent. You must do more and more with it, right? If not, you're going to lose it. You will not be the good and faithful servant, but take heed and to continue in it. And again, like I said, I had to learn this. I had to learn to give all my time to the ministry. And now that I've learned this and I've gotten on that level where I can keep doing this, now I'm here teaching you, like it says, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Hear me all, brothers and sisters. Give 100% of your time to God. Don't worry about school or work anymore because when you put God first, God will make room for those other things too. How will you know and believe what I'm saying if you never try it out? You have to try it out to believe me and to understand what I'm telling you. If you don't put God first and giving God your time 100% first, you're never going to experience how God gives and makes time for other things that need to be done as well. Do and try what I'm telling you. Exper experiment with what I'm telling you. Because unless you don't, then you will not understand what I'm saying. If you don't experiment with what I've told you so far in today's episode, you will not understand what I'm telling you. So experiment with God and try this. Give 100% of your time to God. Give 100% of your ministry. Give 100% to your ministry. And praise God in all things. Anyway, coming to an end of today's episode, I hope... This was touching. Hopefully this was able to lead you in the correct way. Amen. Coming to the end of episode 31 on the Bear Truth Podcast. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it was a good guidance for you. And remember, put God first. Give 100% to your ministry. Everyone knows we have to put God first, but not many do this. So do it and you'll see how God works. Give your desires to God and God will make those desires come true when you put him first. Put him first. But also, for those of you, again, who are interested in my book, the link to my book will be in the description. Or for those of you who just want to search it up, it's called Called from Youth by Eddie Mugaranu. When you go and search it up on Amazon, you'll see a sponsored version of my book and a regular version. They're both the same book, so don't worry about anything. 
but my book got sponsored. Maybe some of you will be seeing ads on Amazon or in other places from Amazon about my book because it's sponsored. But coming to an end, as well, if you check in the links of the description, there will be links to uh, the YouTube, to the Instagram, and to the email for those of you who want to contact us or anything. But coming to an end of today's episode, God bless you all. May he keep you and guide you. Amen.